ready. Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Folks, we're live. Dr. Philip Morris, excited to be here tonight, Tuesday, for a live program. Uh, January 9th, 2024. And Brother Philip, uh, Happy New Year to you and Sister Morris. Yes, and you guys also. We we had a great New Year's party. <clears throat> we always have a party here at the church and pray in the New Year and shoot off a bunch of fireworks and everything. And it was it was a lot of fun this year. I know you took a break sometime last year. Did you get any good chips and salsa where you were at? <laughs> you know, we we've been so busy. We tried to take breaks. We. we <laughs> We tried to take a break and go to South Carolina to visit a friend, and she hooked us up with two churches, and we ministered five or six out of seven days we was there, and so we didn't get any rest, and then we came back, and then we tried to, we went to uh, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, uh, thinking we was going to get some vacation. We ended up ministering about four out of five days down there, <clears throat> so... We haven't got a whole lot of vacation time in. Uh, uh, the last two weeks, I've been real sick, and uh, so I'm just I, I'm thankful that I'm I'm able to be on here tonight. I tell you, you know, brother Philip, things going around the world. Uh, we we've been through some of that here. Uh, a lot of people, you know, it's super flu season, so it happens. Yeah. But uh, you know, some people didn't make it last year, and. Um, I, I praise God that we're alive today and can do this program in good health. I will give you one warning, though. Watch your water pipes over there. Y'all may be in for some cold freezes soon. I tell you, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not as bad. I mean, we got like three years ago; it was it was terrible, but it's not going to be that bad. But yeah, we're looking out for some things. And yeah, yesterday, in fact, it dropped from seventy-five to about fifty-two in about fifteen minutes. Wow. Yeah, we had a cold front come through, a lot of wind, and blew a lot of stuff down. And yeah, it, it was it was kind of strange, you know. And then again today, it's it's a little cool, but it's not like as bad as it was. <clears throat> well, folks, welcome. We're just getting started, and again, thank you for standing by. Sometimes we run a little bit late on marathons, but Brother Philip has full time. Um, as we're getting started, why don't you open us up in prayer tonight? I sure will. Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that you are the great physician. I thank you that that uh, we can come to you. And even though we do have some sicknesses, but we know you heal us. And uh, we thank you, Father, for sustaining us. And so, Lord, tonight we come and, and I submit myself to you today, Lord. Ask you, Father, to use me as your instrument tonight. As we teach, I pray for the anointing upon the ears to hear. And, Lord, uh, use me, Father. And, 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 Lord, we just thank you that hearts will be opened up to be able to receive what you have for them tonight. And we praise you and give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. For it is all yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brother Philip, before you bring tonight's teaching, there may be some people that have not heard us speak before introduce who you are and then also i want you to tell us about the deliverance schools 2024 over to you yes okay uh well 
Uh, I'm Dr. Philip Morris. I pastor Restoration Church, and it's in Highlands, Texas, just right on the east side of Houston. And uh, we, uh, if you want to contact the church, it's 281-843-4000. My webpage is drphilipmorris.org. And you can go on there. I have all kinds of books and CDs and all kinds of teaching there. And uh, I've been in deliverance since 1982. Uh, This year will be, what, 42 years I've been doing deliverance. And uh, I've been teaching these schools since uh, 89. And I teach four schools. And the first school is going to be February the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Uh, it's a Thursday and Friday night at 7 o'clock, and then Saturday at 10 till 5. And then I, I do four of them. They're, they're the basic school, and intermediate, then advanced, and then the uh, uh, psychological disorders is the last one. Uh, <clears throat> that's in April. Right, so February 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and then the 22nd, 23rd, 24th. March 21st, 22nd, 23rd, April 4th, 5th, and 6th. And we do those uh, on Zoom, and it's $75 registration for Zoom. And if you come here to the church, uh, it's $75 pre-registration or $100 at the door. That's for the whole weekend, and that'll be each weekend will be that cost. So, and we do it on Zoom. You register ahead of time, and then uh, we will email you the syllabus that, to go with the, the school and email you the uh, code so that you can go on. And the, everybody that's online uh, on Zoom, you can type in questions. If you have questions, you can type them in, and then uh, towards the end of the school, I will uh, each night I'll, I'll answer those questions and uh so, you know, that way it's kind of interaction with everybody. And it's been really good. So those are coming up. First one, February 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Get a hold of us at uh, rchighlands.com or call the church. And you can, you can register online with that. And so, uh, anyway, just get a hold of us. They're really good schools and I cover an awful lot of material, and like I said, they, they build one on another. Folks, be a part okay. of it, because this training is essential for you and mm-hmm. I to be prepared for what is coming. Uh, Warren, the Saints is coming. All hell's going to break loose, and uh, you need to know how to bind and loose in Jesus' name. Yep. And so Amen. you're not going to get this training in most mainstream churches. Where you go? You go to a specialized program like this. Uh, all churches should be doing it, but sadly, the reality is that they're not. So take advantage of this opportunity. Get trained up. Attend one or more of these meetings. And uh, is it available also uh, online? Did I hear you say um, for people that are not in country? Can yeah. they sign up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we do it on Zoom. We've been we've done it all over the world on Zoom. And uh, like I said, they register ahead of time. And we send them a code, and we send them the syllabus. We email the syllabus so they can go right along with, uh, with the whole, every, all the program. And uh, yeah, it's we 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 just started doing that like 
four years ago we started doing the zoom and i normally do these in the fall and the lord told me uh to do them in the spring i guess he wants people to get it trained up and get ready for what's going to go on later on this year you know absolutely so we'll be putting a flyer up on the website and it's on my facebook wall now more details later with that the mic is yours my friend take it away okay okay well i I wanted to talk to you tonight uh everybody about uh strong men and prophetic deliverance uh you know matthew 12 29 it says how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds a strong man and then he'll plunder his house and uh what i found is is fear and rejection are probably the two most strong men that we've ever encountered in people's lives. Uh, the, the rejection, people suffer rejection from the, from the womb. You know, uh, I had a man in my office today. In fact, that, uh, uh, just had, had that rejection in the womb, you know? And so, uh, it just, a lot of, a lot of people like that. And so what, what I found, and I wanted to read some scriptures to you today about this fear, uh, because I want you to understand, it might be a big strong man, but we can conquer that. God has given us the authority, you know, and, and we, we see people all the time getting set free of it, and people who have been in fear all their life. And so, anyway, let's, let, let me read from Psalms 27. And I will read this to you today. Psalms 27, first verse says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me in this, I will be confident. We need to understand that. But there's some things that's going to be happening in the world as we get in closer and closer to the tribulation and going through that. You're, you're going to, there's going to be some things happening. And you're going to have to this. Whom shall I fear? And your enemies and foes, they stumble and fall. And the fourth verse says, One thing I have desired of the Lord, and that will I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Amen. That's something I tell people all the time. It's something in our house and in the church. We have praise music playing all the time. You know, even, you know, we, we may go out of country and for a week or so, we leave praise music playing right here in our house the whole time. And uh, in the church also, it's always playing praise music, offering those praises to the Lord. So seventh verse says, Hear, O Lord, when I cry my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, Seek my face, my heart said to you, 
your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. And that's where that rejection comes in. A lot of people that have went through rejection, been rejected by their mother and their father. Well, let me tell you something. The Lord will take care of you. And it's when I do the father thing. Uh, it, it's ministers to so many people and, and people just are a lot of times are set free just from the, re, from that. When I do the father, I, I speak to them as their father and it, it's amazing. So the 11th verse, teach me your way, O Lord, lead me in a smooth path because of, because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. That's what you do, folks. You know, their fear and rejection comes in, and people, a lot of people uh, go through a lot of rejection. But let me tell you something. The Lord can heal all of that. And, and I've seen it for years and years and years. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And so... Uh, there's a lot of people. I, I, I talk to people all the time. We, we've talked to some just today that uh, they've tried and tried to get deliverance in different places. And, and you know, they just they just a lot of like like uh, Brother Shannon was saying, most churches don't deal with deliverance. They don't they just don't do it. And so uh, that's something we've been doing. Like I said, I've been doing it for almost 42 years, and uh, it's it's exciting. We, we we've just we've seen some tremendous tremendous things happening lately, and that's what I kind of want to talk about. But but let's talk about this fear. See, fear fear is an enemy that strikes in many different ways and through many different avenues, but it causes us to fear many different things you know i i know some people they have a fear of exposure they're afraid they don't want people to get to know them very well you know because of what they've done in their past and the, the condemnation that the old put devil puts on them a lot of people have fear of rejection fear of failure fear of abandonment you know if we've been abandoned and you know if our if our parents abandon us or something like that we'll we'll have that kind of a fear i find a lot of times uh, if you have a baby and that baby, every time the mom goes away from the baby, that baby just cries and cries and cries. What I've always done, when, I do it in our nursery all the time at church, is that I'll go in and I'll bind up that fear of abandonment and that, that fear of rejection and fear of abandonment in that baby. Command it to get out of that baby uh, and, you know, and, and speak peace over the baby. Because that baby, mama leaves and they have that separation anxiety. And so you get rid of that fear of abandonment and uh, abandonment, uh, you know, and they just, you know, it, they'll calm down. 
things work out pretty good, you know. And a lot of people have fear of death because they've had experiences like that. And folks, let me tell you something. If you're a born-again Christian, you have no fear of death because death is just a transition. You know, you just, you, you don't die. Jesus said, if you believe in me, you will not die. We just go on and be with the Lord. And so there, there's no fear in death. A lot of people have fear of betrayal. They have fear of authorities. Maybe authorities have done them bad, you know. And some people fear poverty. Some people fear, you know, the opposite sex. And they fear intimacy because they've been abused, sexually abused while they was growing up. And so they have a fear of intimacy and fear of the opposite sex. Some people have fear of being out of control or losing control, you know. And so there's just a lot of different things that people fear. And then there's a whole lot of different phobias that people are plagued with. You know, the phobias are, you know, just things that, that you have fear of. I, I had, used to have a fear of flying, and I was in a conference in Florida, and uh, that was back Frank Hammond and, and Frank Marzullo Sr. were both alive, and they were ministering, and uh, Frank Frank Hammond was ministering. He said, if you got a fear, a phobia of something, you might, you know, we can get rid of it now. And I thought, well, i got to fly back to Texas. I might as well leave this fear of flying over here in Florida. So I, I got rid of it that night at that conference, you know, and was able to fly home. So a lot of people have fear of Fear of water and dark and snakes, all kinds of phobias, you know. And those things, you can get rid of them. You, you just you bind those things up and get rid of it. You, <coughs> excuse me. But along comes with the fear comes the tormentors. And so, First John four eighteen says, you know, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. Okay, and so the tormentors is the guilt and the shame, the insecurity, the unworthiness, all those things that keep you know tormenting you and telling you that you know you're not good enough and all that. Tell them to shut up and get out. But you know, also comes discouragement, despair. The grief and the loneliness. I know a lot of people that grieve over things, and they've been grieving for years, and they get set free of that grief, and and it just changes their whole life. You know, I bind every every funeral that I ever do. I bind a spirit of grief off of all the people that that knew the person that that the deceased person. I bind that spirit of grief, command it to leave them, and uh, I've had people come to me and tell me, "Man, I can't," I you know. I'm so glad you prayed that, you know, and and it helps them a whole lot. They don't have to, because, you know, grief is a natural process when you lose someone. But that spirit of grief will try to drag it on out and prolong it for a long time. So we get rid of the, the spirit of grief. Then there's loneliness, hopelessness, the timidity, nervousness, anxiety, paranoia, fretting and worrying embarrassment, humiliation, all those things are tormentors, you know. And so I just wanted to kind of share with you things about fear and, and, and torment uh, and, and that rejection uh, because those are strong things, strong men in people's lives. And and But here, but I also want to talk to you about prophetic deliverance. And this is something... Uh, I the, I want to talk about this way that 
we defeat the strong men in people's lives. Remember, because it said, you know, that uh, unless you first bind the strong man, then you can plunder his house. And the Lord spoke to me uh, quite a while ago, a uh, long time ago, and he said that I would be operating in prophetic deliverances. And at first, I didn't understand what he meant. But then it began to happen. You see, what? there's a difference between a prophetic deliverance and the discerning of spirits. Because uh, whenever you're whenever you're working with someone and you're you're praying for them and everything, you're always going to you discern things and and, and pick up things. Uh, like First Corinthians twelve, where it talks about that the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit, another the word of knowledge through the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. And to another, different kinds of tongues. Another, interpretation of tongues. The one and same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. And so these are things that where the Holy Spirit manifests himself, and, and he'll, he will show you. And while you're praying for people, you know, all the time. When I'm praying for people all the time, I I, I discern things, you know, and and, uh, and and that's that's part of the process of doing deliverance and discerning the spirits that are there, and uh, you know, calling them out and everything else. But a prophetic deliverance, it, it, it's it's different. It, it's it's amazing uh, how that works. I just share how what happened. I'll begin to pray in the spirit over a person. Someone will come to me. You know, now now people that come into my office, I have them fill out a questionnaire, and I know everything about their life. I mean, it's a 23-page questionnaire. I find out everything they don't want anybody to know, you know, all that they've been through, all the problems they've had. Find out all the history so we can cover it. We go back generations before them. And before they was even born, and we deal with their life, and 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 we we it's a very very thorough time. But a lot of times, whenever I'm just at a meeting, you know, and someone comes up and wants me to pray for them, uh, what I, I just begin to pray in the spirit over that person, you know, and and uh, and then the Lord would give me a word about a traumatic incident that happened in their life, you know, and then then. Whenever I get that word from the Lord, I'll, I'll either ask them a question because I ask questions. I don't want to plant anything in their subconscious mind. You know, I, there, there's a lot of people, they, if they go to someone and that person says something, well, they'll pick right up on it and they'll, they'll you know, and a lot of times they plant something in them. And I don't like to do that. I don't like to do that. But I ask them a question, say, and, uh, or I'll tell them what I heard, you know, because the Lord will speak a word to me. I'll just, I'll just share with you some, some things that I've experienced. Uh, I was praying for a, uh, I was at a church and, and uh, it was, it was, uh, it was not in this country. I was at a church, <clears throat> excuse me, and I did a ministry that, that night. And then I was praying for people at the end. And this mother brought her teenage boy up to me, and she said, uh, 
We don't know what's the matter with him. Uh, he's got digestive problems. He's got diarrhea. His stomach's upset all the time, and we've taken him to the doctors. The doctors don't know anything. They can't tell anything wrong with him and everything. <coughs> Excuse me. Hold on. <coughs> Let me get a drink here. Absolutely. Get some water and wet the whistle. We're live yeah. with Dr. Philip Morris. And welcome aboard. Yeah. And so, but anyway, so th- this teenage boy, you know, as his mom's telling me all this that's going on and everything, the Lord spoke to me and he said, he's being bullied at school. So I looked at him and I said, you're being bullied at school, aren't you? And he, boy's eyes got real big and he said, yeah, his mom's eyes got real big. She didn't know anything about it. He said, yeah, that's I, I, every day. <clears throat> and so uh so I, I ministered to him and I prayed and I come against those things and uh uh he got a lot of relief that night and then I told him I said now listen these things try to come back on you you have the authority to tell them to shut up and get out of here you know they have no authority in your life and so uh it was either the next morning or the or the second morning there's those same he got up to go to school and those feelings came back on him and he started and his mom said now you remember what pastor said he told you you have to speak to those things and tell them to get off and so and the kid did it and he's a teenage boy you know he he did it and and he spoke he said no in the name of jesus get out of here and all the symptoms left him and it, I mean, it turned this kid on. His mom said he's he reads his Bible every day. He's in there, man. He is turned on. He's on fire for the Lord now because he knows he has authority, you know. And, and so, and he's he's doing great. And then I got done praying with that kid, and and this mother walked up and she had this about a one year old baby. You know, the baby's he's still a baby. He couldn't talk. And she said, uh, my baby just cries all the time. It, it, all night long, he'll cry. He doesn't sleep. He, he fusses all day long. And, and he said, I just, she said, I don't know what, I don't know what to do with him. And this woman was a psychiatrist. She, she was a psychiatrist herself. And while she's speaking, the Lord told me that, Someone did not want him to be born. They rejected that baby in the womb. And so she got done, and I looked at her, and I said, Well, ma'am, who was it that did not want this baby to be born? And her eyes got real big, and she said, Me. It was me. I didn't want to have him. And so I said, Okay. I said, Here's what you need to do. Now, we're talking about a a one-year-old baby that can't talk, you know, can't reason things out or anything, but we're talking spirit to spirit here. I told her, I said, here's what you need to do. You need to repent to the Lord and repent to your son for rejecting him in the womb. And then you need to ask your son to forgive you for that. And then uh, tell him that you accept him as your son. 
this is this is everything the Lord just gave me that prophetic and for prophetic deliverance, you know, and uh, and so she looked at me and she 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 talks to her one year old baby and she's she's crying, she repents, she asks that baby to forgive her for rejecting him in the womb, and uh, said told him I I accept you as my son, I love you, all this, and the baby just boom stopped crying. And she said, she said, she's a psychiatrist. And she said, I never would have ever thought about that. I never thought that. But, and see the baby, the baby was about a year old. So it wasn't like the baby understood what she was saying, except spirit to spirit. His, his little spirit received it. Just like a baby in the womb, their spirit receives the rejection. And so, the baby got set free. They said that baby sleeps like a sleeps like a baby now. <laughs> you know, sleeps all night long and, and uh, doesn't have problems with it anymore. And so, you know, those are things that that it, it, it's it's different than discerning something. It's God gives you a prophetic word about a traumatic incident in their life. Uh, I had I was I was at a meeting one time, another meeting. <coughs> I was at this other meeting here in Houston, and uh, I, I was. We were there just uh, my wife and and uh, myself and some other people from our church uh, was there just to pray for people because these these people. Uh, it was a young people's gathering, you know, people in their 20s and 30s. And and uh, they was there uh, just praising, you know, having a, a time of worship and everything. They didn't really know anything about deliverance. And so we went and we was kind of in a, 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 a room off to the side there. And if anybody needed prayer, they, they wanted prayer, they'd come in there. Well, when we got there, it was really neat. The pastor's wife was walking around on crutches when we first got there. And uh, so my wife prayed for her and and prayed for her leg, her, her ankle, it was something to do with her ankle, prayed for her ankle. And uh, and then <laughs> later on, they'd taken communion, and she was walking around without any crutches and walking around <laughs> like nothing happened, you know. And so because – the Lord healed her leg, you know. So then whenever the meeting was over, the pastor came over to us. And that pastor asked me to pray for him. And uh, he he had a, a problem with, I think it was his shoulder or his arm or something like that. And we prayed for that. And he was healed. And he said, man, I just, I just saw a miracle of God. And then the Lord gave me a word. And he said, Ask him about the trauma that happened when he was 14 years old. And so I said, Pastor, I said, uh, what what was it that you had to go through whenever you was 14 years old? And he looked at me, and his eyes got real big. He said, that's when my mom and dad got divorced. And he said, I, I really had a hard time. It was really bad for me back then. So I got to pray for him and come against all the trauma and the broken heart and all that and minister to him. And, man, he was just, he was really set free. 
you know, <clears throat> and that that's those were traumatic incidences that opened the door for that strong man to enter and set up his house full of goods, you know, because the Bible says you first bind the strong man and then you plunder his, his house. You go in and the, the house full of goods, that's the other demons that he allowed to come in and harass and torment this person. And so he gives you that prophetic word. And, and it's it's like I said, it's different from discerning of spirits. It's it's a prophetic word about an incident that happened in their life. And. Whenever you bring that out and, and bring it out to them, uh, then it opens that door up and you're able to minister that particular incident. And see that a lot of times that's the major, major strong man, the major door that needs to be kicked open in order to really get that person set free. <clears throat> and it, we've just seen some tremendous things with it. And uh, and like I said, whenever the first Lord's first talked to me about prophetic deliverance, uh, I, I I thought that's really interesting. And what I'm seeing with it is is that it's it's whenever you're whenever I'm like in a meeting and uh, praying for people, and I don't have all the information about their life. I don't have a lot of time to talk to them about it and everything else. And the Lord will give me a word. You know, it's kind of like a word of knowledge um, that, you know, where you get a word of knowledge that you have knowledge of something in the supernatural, in the spirit realm that you don't have knowledge of in the natural. But the Lord will give it to you through that prophetic word and uh, then you can get it, get them set free. And so. So, you know, whenever, like I said, whenever that incident is exposed, then I knew that the incident, I, I was able to go in, bind that strong man and, and cast him out and begin to tear down his house and plunder his goods, you know, cast all the other demons out. And then I tell them, you know, you have to forgive the ones who hurt or rejected you. And I lead them in a prayer of forgiveness. And after that, I, I might be led to either minister to them while they're in their mother's womb ask the Holy Spirit to turn their backward spirit around, or I ask the Holy Spirit to minister to them during that traumatic point of fear and or rejection and comfort them like, like I did with the pastor. Uh, you know, his mom and dad got divorced, and he had a real hard time during that time. And so I just asked the Holy Spirit to go in, you know, go take him back to that time, Lord, and when he was going through that, and let him, Lord, Lord, let him let him feel your presence. Let him feel your love. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, to comfort him during those times. Comfort him, uh, Lord, during that time that he was going through that it was so traumatic to him. And uh, and he just, you know, the, he got a tremendous amount of deliverance that night. Got a lot of healing over it. And so I'm just trying to bring out something to you all tonight that may be a little bit different than what you've done before. Uh, it's kind of, you know, like I said, uh, something that the Lord has been doing with me. And uh, when I go to these meetings, and, and I've been going I've been going to a lot of different meetings. We're going to go back to uh, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, uh, I think in March, uh, after, or 
April sometime I don't know <laughs> going to I got a book to go to uh, upstate New York to a church up there this spring we're just we're, we're we're moving a lot traveling a lot and and ministering to a lot of different people and of course we got people here at the church all the time and so yeah we, we and, and if anybody's in the Houston area we have a deliverance service the third Friday of every month here at the church. And so uh, we'll be doing that as well as the schools. And uh, we, we have that. We come at 7 o'clock on that third Friday of the month. I think it's, what, the 19th this month. Um, and so uh, people come here and, and come from all over and, and they get deliverance. We do. I, I do a teaching, and then we do the deliverance, and we pray that for people and pray for healing. We see a lot of people get healed. Uh, oh man, uh, one we prayed for a guy down in Puerto Vallarta that uh, he wasn't even born again, and he was at the church service. And my wife started praying for him, and he had a shoulder that was messed up, and she prayed for that, and he was healed. His shoulder was. Well, his shoulder was not totally healed, but it was it was about he couldn't move it before, and he could move it about halfway. It was getting better as we were praying, you know. I was praying for other people at the time; she was praying for him, and um, he also had cancer. And she prayed and come against that, and uh, man, he was slain in the spirit, <laughs> and he he fell back, and they put a the chair underneath him, and. And my wife started praying for somebody else, and then another team member, <coughs> excuse me, led him to the Lord, and he accepted Jesus. And so then uh, she went back and prayed for him some more. And then I walked over there, and we was just getting ready to leave, and I I had my hands anointed with oil, and he he looked at me and he said, "What about this rash?" And he showed me his arms. He had rash all over his body, just broken out all over his body. And all I did was I just put my hand on his arm and swung it, swiped down his arm like that. And I said, be gone in Jesus' name. Well, the next day he went to the doctor. All the cancer was out of his body. All the hives was gone. He was totally healed. I mean, and they, they told us, that about two weeks, three weeks later, they said he gained weight. He was looking healthy. He was just, he was fine, man. I mean, God did a work in this man's life. It was unbelievable. And, you know, it just is miraculous. God really touched him. And uh, so, I mean, it's just the power of God was there. And so uh, that, that's why we're going back. And but we we've been seeing a lot. We've been been uh, ministering in this uh, prophetic deliverances, and so a lot of times whenever you're praying for someone, if the Lord gives you a word about them, you know, uh, it it could be the very strong man, the very incident that opened that door up to allow that thing to come in and and begin his the demonization. So I encourage you to uh, listen. I, I I ask the Lord now, you know, when I'm going in a meeting like that, 
I asked the Lord, you know, do you have a word for this person? And uh, a lot of times, like I said, you do that, and boom, it can set things. It can break that strong man down, and then they can start getting deliverance. You can do a lot of it right then, and they can even get more deliverance later on, even, you know, by themselves, you know, on their own. And so, because you're breaking that that hold down, that stronghold, and you're breaking it down, and and it, it allows them to open up for that. Amen. Well, praise the Lord there, brother. Praise the Lord. Great teaching yeah. tonight on the strong man and prophetic deliverance. Um, brother Philip, I want you to give out your contact information again where more people can find out about your local church, but also that or online uh, could be part of this 2024 training that you're doing. In fact, uh, one of the listeners uh, said, where do they go to find online registration? Tell us about that. Okay. Uh, we're still working on getting that registration set up. Uh, we got a, a programmer in our church that's working on it, trying to make it a little easier. But it's rchighlands.com. RC for Restoration Church. rchighlands.com. Uh, and it'll go on there, and they'll have a registration on there. Uh, the schools are February 1st, 2nd, and 3rd is the first one. It's Thursday night and Friday night at 7, and then 10 to 5 on Saturday. And then the, the, the next one is February 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. And then March 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and then April 4th, 5th, and 6th. And you can pre-register. You can reg- we, We'll do that on Zoom, and uh, the the Zoom. What we have, you have to register that ahead of time so that we can. Uh, I email you the syllabus for the school, and we email you the code so that you'll know uh, what to put in to get onto the to the Zoom, and uh, and that's uh, it's interactive if you. If you're on Zoom, you can type in. If you have a question, you type in, and I'll, I'll do that every, every night just before I end. I'll, they'll ask, they'll tell me the question if you have questions, and now we'll read the questions out loud on the air, and then I'll answer the questions, and that way helps out a lot of people. Uh, like I said, the online registration is $75 each weekend. That's for the whole weekend, and uh, – then the uh, uh, pre-registration for coming here to the church is $75, and at the door it will be $100. Uh, we like to have pre-registration because that way we know how many syllabuses to print up because each each one that, that syllabus is about uh, usually about 20 pages, 20 to 25 pages long. It's a little booklet that I put up so that you can follow right along with all the teaching. And so, and, uh, but the local church here, we are in Highlands, Texas, 1609 Jones Road in Highlands, Texas. Highlands, Texas is just right on the east side of, of Houston, right across the San Jacinto River from Houston. And so uh, I'm just, we're 21 miles from downtown Houston on the east side. 
Uh, our phone number is 281-843-4000. You, and my webpage, my personal webpage, is drphilipmorris.org. There's two L's in Philip. Uh, it's DR for drphilipmorris.org. And on there is all my books, all my CDs, all the teaching, uh, all the things that, that I have. And uh, some of those things you can download. Some of them you order and we send them to you. Um, and so if someone wants to go through a personal deliverance with me, uh, I have them go on the, my webpage and get the deliverance teaching. And they can either download it and it will download the questionnaire or they can order the CDs and we'll send them to them with the questionnaire. And I have them listen to the – it's five CDs – and I have them listen to those five CDs and then fill out the questionnaire and mail it back to me so I can get it back before the session so I can pray over it, go through it, and look at it and all that. And so, and then it, uh, the first session is like a two-hour-long session. And uh, we do those on Zoom, or I do those on Skype. And uh, Skype or Zoom, uh, Zoom or one of them, I don't know. But anyway, but we can do those online. We, we've ministered to people. Uh, well, I ministered to someone from Australia that heard me here on your program, Shannon. You know, praise God. And yeah, and one in Germany and and England and and a lot of places here in the states. You know that they hear me on the radio, either yours or. Uh, we are the bride TV or, you know, uh, different ones that I get on and they'll hear. And, and so, and then they'll, they'll contact us, you know, and, and I, I appreciate that. I appreciate what you all, what you're doing, Shannon, you know, it's just, uh, you, you are, you're putting out information all over the world that not very many people hear. Well, I tell you, I'm, I'm honored to partner with y'all to do these programs. We wouldn't have a program if God had not first opened this platform up and we didn't have speakers like yourself coming on to teach the saints. So we're blessed to be here tonight, get this teaching and training. And folks, Amen. I encourage you, sign up for these um, deliverance schools here in 2024. They're going to be awesome. And if you're in the uh, Highlands, Texas area, you can come on up and you've got a church there. Um, yeah. My friend, would you like to close us out in prayer tonight? Yes, I would, yes. Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I ask, Father, for your your provision and your protection for Shannon and his family while they're there and, and, and while they're doing these programs, Father God. And Lord, I, I see the pictures of his children. They're beautiful children, Lord. And I just ask you protect him and his wife and the kids and and. and multiply your provision into their life lord that they can do these programs and and broadcast and and uh, will not have a problem there we thank you father god for the for the saints that are listening those people who support i pray father god for support for brother shannon that people will support him and support this program that he has and and lord uh, I just ask, Father, that as as people learn more and more about deliverance through Omega Man Radio, 
that, Father God, that they will begin to step up, take their authority, and and submit to God, resist the devil, and watch him flee from their lives, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for that, and we give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. And, Lord, it's a, just a blessing to be in your service. And I thank you, Lord, for all you've done uh, through the last over 41 years of deliverance and over 45 years in ministry. I just thank you, Father, for your provision and, and, and protection that whole time. So, Lord, we just ask that you uh, would help people. And I pray people will be able to get these prophetic words and, and begin doing these prophetic deliverances that just boom, boom, boom. They'll, they'll be able to get more done quicker. I thank you, Father, for that. And I praise you, Lord, for all that you have done. And I thank you, and we continue to give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. I say amen to that. My friend, also, one more thing. Uh, if they want to call your office or email you, would you give us that information? Yes. Uh, you can go on my webpage, drphilipmorse.org. There's an email on there. It's, it's info at drphilipmorse.org. You can email me. That comes personally right into my computer in my office. Uh, or you can call the church. It's 281-843-4000. Or you can email the church. It's uh, R.C. Highlands, R.C. Highlands at Comcast.net. Yeah. And so, but you can go on my webpage, and there's that em- there's that email on there that it comes right to my computer. The other, the, if you email the church, uh, that doesn't come to my computer. It comes to the church computer, and then it gets forwarded to me. So either way, or you can call us at 281-843-4000. If you're in the Houston area, anywhere around here, you're welcome to come uh, see us. We got uh, we got some people that uh, <laughs> drive quite a ways just to get come to church here to to be in the, be in the church and and be in where the where the spirit is moving. Amen. Amen. Fantastic. And I'll be putting links in the show notes. My friend, God richly bless you. And we'll see you again on uh, January 23rd at 8 p.m. your time. Yep. Yep. Sounds good to me, brother. Love you, brother. God bless you. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Folks, coming up next, we've got a great show for you, Pastor Lou Young, and after the message, the Demon Hotline. Encourage you to stay around. I'm going to save this program. So at the end of every program, we save. So what you'll need to do is probably manually refresh your browser if the audio doesn't restart for you. Let me do that now. Here we go. <laughs> 